0: Welcome to Living on Purpose. I'm Mark Pumphrey along with my co-host Dr. Christy Stewart coming to you from the Circle City, Indianapolis, Indiana. And you know what Christy? I know we have done shows like this, many shows like this. It's good for people to hear this over and over again to reassure people that they're not alone. I think it's that reaffirming kind of thing that we talk about all the time. And that's what we're going to kind of talk about. The seven common excuses that people kind of give to Either get out, not do, whatever the case may be, right?
1: I think that there's a lot of reasons why we give excuses. That They're across the board for everybody and very subjective. You know, everything mm-hmm. from low self-esteem or low confidence, done shows on that, to not wanting to take responsibility. Oh, And that's so we make app. excuses. And so it's somebody else's fault or I can't for whatever reason. Or, you know, we make excuses because we just don't want to.
0: I think that's a lot for people to digest, but I think it's the most common is
1: that you just don't want to. I think that's really the biggest reason, because if you really want to, there's always a way. Yeah, definitely. Whatever <laughs> it is, but when we don't want to, when we don't want to take responsibility for not wanting to, then we start making excuses. Absolutely. And we all do it. We've all done it. Yeah. probably do it again by the end of the day.
0: But that's kind of like what we're talking about here. We're talking about mitigating those kinds of things, right? We're saying, hey, be aware of these things. And I, I don't think we can have enough shows about it, so then that way it yep. stays fresh in people's minds.
1: Well, excuses are not productive. Taking responsibility and owning, I just don't want to. Or, you know, I, I don't want to cut my grass, so I'm just not going to do it. I'm going to sit and watch <laughs> TV instead. Then you can own that. Right. You know, your grass still isn't going to get cut, but you can then you can own it you can move on with it. You don't have to feel some kind of guilt for it, or I should have, because you owned it. You took responsibility for it. Not saying that when we make excuses, we don't feel guilty, but I think it really helps mitigate that guilt, Mm -hmm. and it mitigates having bad communication with other people.
0: Definitely.
1: uh, Especially when some of these excuses are geared towards them in some way, Mm -hmm. because they did or didn't do something. Or are affecting you in some way. Which is, again, nobody else can dictate how you show up in the world. So you really need to own your stuff. Right. And mm-hmm. one way we don't own our stuff is because we make excuses.
0: Exactly. And I'm not, we're not saying that you don't want to get up and go to work tomorrow. So you don't want to. So you're going to own that and not go to work anymore. That's not what we're saying here. But we're saying that if it's simple tasks, like how many 80-year-olds do you know that when they don't want to do something, they just tell you they don't want to do it?
1: Right, and probably they do more it. than 30-year-olds.
0: <laughs> exactly. So this is what we're talking about is that, you know, maybe owning that and putting that, I don't know, barrier or that wall up. So then that way you know that you don't have to sit there and come up with some fantastic excuse that you fell down a manhole, you had to get an artery clip, whatever that. <laughs> whatever.
1: <can. laughs> well, I mean, whatever that is. Yeah. Well, and some of these are because of low self-esteem and low confidence. Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes I think we don't even necessarily know that that's where it's coming from. So we make an excuse out of fear or out, you know, any of the low self-confidence because we don't believe that we can. Right. Now those are a little bit different than of, of not necessarily not taking responsibility, but those are basically coming out of fear or a belief that we can't. So we make an excuse why we can't so that we don't have to generally fail. That's
0: a good point. I think yeah. that's a really good point because I think that, that also not wanting to and not wanting to fail. Let's kind of talk about these seven common excuses that we tell ourselves.
1: You can either have results or excuses. I think we've, we've established that, mm-hmm. right? But you can not have both. Blaming someone or something or some limit for why we are or are not what we want to be mm-hmm. is not very helpful.
0: Not productive at all.
1: So this list, somebody sent me this list. This is a show request that somebody sent and said, do a show on these these Mm -hmm. excuses. And the first one is time. Don't we
0: all have not enough of that?
1: (laughs) Exactly. You know, we talked about, we talk about that a lot. We've done shows on that time management show. You and uh, Kirsten did a whole time management show on Mm -hmm. that But everybody has the same 24 hours in the day. Right. We have the same 24 hours in the day today that we did when we were a teenager in the backseat of the car and we were bored out of our mind. Mm -hmm. It's the same time. Granted, life is faster the older that you get.
0: Doesn't it, though? It sure
1: seems that way. But it's still the same time. It's just how do you prioritize your time? And I think that we don't think about that
0: enough we don't put enough forethought into it so when we go to work we get up in the morning at night or in the afternoon whenever you go to work you spend your 8 10 12 hours there you come home we immediately and i'm the same way i want to decompress so if that means sitting in front of the tv for two hours then that's what that means sometimes it means six hours and then what happens is is that then you get up it's like man i just wasted the whole night watching youtube that's my that's my vice but but that's exactly what happens is then i go man the next morning when i didn't get something done i didn't have enough time
1: well it comes down to planning i think and and some people are not good planners and some people like to be Mm -hmm. spontaneous i I am not one of those people i am not a spontaneous person (laughs) i like the plan i like my rigid schedule so I think it really comes down to personal preference. Uh, you have to find a middle ground, right? Right. I, you know, I may be a little bit too much of a planner where somebody else uh, may be, quote unquote, uh, too spontaneous. Okay. But you still have to have a plan. But you, And you need to plan self-care. So if you know that you need two hours of TV to decompress, then you need to plan for that.
0: You need to schedule That's John. one of
1: the problems, though. We don't plan for those things that we need that are self-care items. Or we don't plan for those things that we think are silly, and then they never come about.
0: Well, I mean, do you think that we don't plan for those because we think they're a waste of time? I
1: think sometimes. I think we don't plan for things because I think indirectly we really don't want to do them. Mm-hmm. And so we don't plan for them, and then we never have time to do them. And but I think sometimes we don't plan for them because we think that it's silly. We think that putting a priority of ourselves, putting a priority on what we want to do or what we think is important or what we need, versus what someone else needs, uh, especially if you're you know a single mom of three, mm-hmm. prioritizing and planning for a bath after the kids go to bed, that may seem like you know something something silly, silly for, for, for to for to, for to more, put so. in your to put in your schedule or. To plan, you know, for a babysitter so you can go out and enjoy a nice dinner with your friends. Then you might feel guilty that you're not home with your kids or somebody else may, you know, kind of put guilt on you that you think that you should or Mm -hmm. you shouldn't or whatever for any of those things. But you've got to plan into your schedule self-care items of things that you want to do, that, that make you happy, that rejuvenate you. Your to-do list is not just things that you have to get done. They should also be things that you want to do and you want to experience. Well, and you
0: said this a lot because when we talk about work, work never ends right? Right. It's it's designed not to end.
1: That's right. It is always designed for your inbox to never be empty.
0: Exactly. So when we talk about your 24 hours of your planning, these self-care items, that that never ends, right? I mean, you always have got to know that your to-do list Will never end.
1: Exactly. So you
0: have to put in
1: those things that give you that self care because that should never end. The grass is going to continue to grow. You're going to have to cut it next week. Exactly. You know it does. So it doesn't matter. It's those things. Some things are just reoccurring like that. That no matter how quickly you do it or what you do with it, you know you you're going to go to the grocery store. You're going to have to go to the grocery store again. You know some of those things, unless you're
0: going on a really neat diet. so you <laughs> there
1: know. you go. So really, it comes down to prioritizing what are those things that you need to do and and know that need also is self care.
0: No, good point. So good you point. need
1: to build that in there when you prioritize your list. We did a whole show on the decision making process of how to weight those things. Of which should actually take higher priority than others. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's a whole show on that. I don't know what number it is, but it was it was back uh, probably in the top 50 shows right. that we did, and that that really helps in this and prioritizing and weighting those things of which is actually the most important. Obviously, you got to pick your kid up at school. <laughs> That's pretty. <laughs> or important. somebody else
0: is going to pick them up and then come to your house and knock at your door. <laughs> right. So.
1: Uh, so those things are are pretty important. Do you have to spend two hours on YouTube tonight? No, but you gotta pick your kid up at school. Right. But for your self-care, if you mm-hmm. if you can put in thirty minutes in there of YouTube so you can decompress and settle down, then you need to do that. But you gotta prioritize those things.
0: And I think that one of the things that we were talking about as far as like the self-care items, and I, I think you brought this up in one of the other shows, is that when you do prioritize that block of time, whether it's a show, whether it's TV, whether it's Yahtzee, it doesn't matter. Um <laughs> is to put a timer to it you know so like i think and i couldn't remember but you know put your phone and make it Mm -hmm. make it uh alarm so then that way it goes off and you're saying you're done with this right you know that could
1: be good things and bad things worry fret yeah you (laughs) need to spend time at that that's fine spend time at that but limit it move on from it give it its moment and then move on from there yeah i agree but I think we need to remember, too, when we, when we prioritize this list and we think about what it is that we want, is what we're doing taking us closer to the life that we want and that we envision? Mm. Is it keeping us stuck right where we are?
0: Good or is point.
1: it taking us backwards? If it's not taking you forwards, then I think you need to redo your list or redo what you're prioritizing and maybe start eliminating some things that are not taking you where you want to go that's
0: fantastic advice i think that most people should take a little time out of their day and think about this prioritize and then visualize where you want to be and if the decisions that you're making on your prioritizing is taking you further away i think that's fabulous advice you
1: got to rethink it rework it it. Yeah. yeah exactly and that may be moving away from things that may be moving away from people That may be moving away from, um, you know, things that you have a great attachment to that are not working for you anymore. You may need to take a a hard look at that.
0: And I think when we talk about the prioritizing, I think that most people will automatically assume, let's just say, it's their job. And I think that if we took a little time, maybe it is, maybe it isn't. But we, we tend to put it in a bubble, yeah. this this big huge mountain is the reason why i can't get where i'm going where really it's a thousand little rocks that's, that's making that exactly
1: them. right it's generally not those big things we leave 35 of our vacation on the books every year as americans so well i can't take a day off okay maybe you can't but the yeah, majority whatever. of people do not take i don't know what the statistic is but It's a very high number. The reasons why people do not take their vacation is because they're overwhelmed with the workload that they have when they come back to work. I understand that. I had that job too. Mm -hmm. But you know what? Your inbox is designed to always have something in it. So it doesn't (laughs) matter. It doesn't matter. You've got to take that time. It's given to you. You're paid for it. You need to use it even if you have to use it as a self-care item one day at a time you've got to find a way to do that right so
0: i mean and this is what we're talking about maybe it's a job maybe it isn't but if in fact you're leaving this vacation time on the on the books if you took one day off a week had a long weekend whatever the case may be maybe that can start to rejuvenize some of the lost things that you're feeling that you don't have anymore exactly and if
1: you can't you quote unquote you can't find a way Maybe you can't today. Right. Maybe you can't next week. How can you put in your planning schedule that you are going to take a day, a self-care day, off? Right.
0: And I think that if you are in a position to where you can't, depending on whatever the situation is, but if it's because your boss won't just let you, it's time to take that time and look for something new. (laughs) At least in my opinion. so. So, yeah, I agree. So what's another item that we commonly use as an excuse?
1: Opportunity. Absolutely. Generally, we say that we do not have opportunities. We don't
0: have the opportunity. I've heard that many times. There's a laundry list of these things, right? I mean, oh, it's unlimited.
1: And again, this is going to be very subjective for different people mm -hmm. because what you prioritize um, as an opportunity could be something completely different for me. I may have no value for that whatsoever at all, and you may have a tremendous value for whatever that opportunity may be. Right. Well, at
0: least in my opinion, and this is strictly my opinion, but I am a trained professional. I'm not. But I'm just <laughs> saying that in my opinion, I always hear people saying, I haven't been given the opportunity. Not that you work and achieve your own opportunities, but that, like somebody is supposed to come and hand you this opportunity. Then you do something with it instead of creating your own. Right. And I do, and I find that odd when I hear people's like, "Well, he's not giving me the opportunity. She's not giving me the opportunity." Well, that's not how it works. You create your own opportunities and then you grow from there. You know, that's the whole point, right? But don't you hear that a lot?
1: I, I wasn't Especially given Especially in the, the opportunity. workforce. Yes. Especially in the workforce. I wasn't given opportunity or with our families, you know, we look back in our childhood and I wasn't given an opportunity to do whatever. Yeah. And you know, maybe if you were a kid, your parents did control what you did and didn't do. Sure. So maybe that is there's a little truth to that. But as an adult and if you are not getting the opportunities that you want, then you need to f- find a way. Again, this planning process, you need to find a way to make that opportunity for yourself. In the workforce today, the best way to move up is to move out. That's true. And it's unfortunate, but it's true. If you are not getting the opportunities in the job that you have, find someplace else that is. What resources do you need to get that opportunity? Do you need an education? Do you need skill set? Do you need to know how to do something on the computer that you don't know how to do now? Mm. Look at job descriptions for jobs that you want, that opportunity that you want, what skill set do you need, get it in your current job, and then move out to go get it. I know that that sounds very simple, but it's not that easy. I understand that. that. That's what you have to do. Look at what you want, what do you need to get it, and work a plan to get it.
0: So we're back to planning and prioritizing. Right, exactly. So planning and prioritizing can create opportunities.
1: Right. People stay in jobs that they hate because the job that they want requires a four-year degree. So you stay in this job that maybe gives you tuition reimbursement, maybe it doesn't, but you stay in this job for 30 years that you hate (laughs) because this job that you really want requires a four-year degree that you could have had 26 years ago. That's right.
0: (laughs) Hey, yes. Or you hear the, well, I'm not paying for college. Okay. Well, there's many ways that you can work around that. There's many ways to lower that cost. There's many, many, many ways, but we're always going back to the same thing. If you want the opportunity, you got to plan and prioritize for right. it. We do. We so often want to say we weren't given the opportunity. Right. There is no such thing.
1: You can find plenty of examples of people out there that had very little opportunity very little advantage, mm-hmm. uh, no privilege. Well, yeah, no and formal And they succeeded because they had a drive to do that. Yep. They had, you know, generally a lot of times they had people who believed in them or a person who believed in them. Does because it, they
0: proved to them that they, they, they should be believed in. Yeah.
1: Exactly, exactly, that they were going to do what it is they said they were going to do. You know, you have all of these professional athletes that are coming out of terrible circumstances they didn't have a coach that said oh that kid's lazy and doesn't want to work no you had a kid that worked and worked and worked and they saw something and they saw potential but they also saw you're willing to work for it there are plenty of athletes out there that could be professional basketball players that didn't want to put in the work to get there.
0: Absolutely. And there are
1: probably plenty of professional basketball players that should or shouldn't be where they are, but they worked so hard to get better. Mm-hmm. you got to be willing to put in the work to get what you want. Absolutely. Opportunity is not going to just knock on your door. If it does, you're really lucky and take it. It happens sometimes.
0: That's right. Sometimes but, you go into a casino, you put $5 in there, and you come out a millionaire.
1: Right, but they don't but, pay for all that light and that free soda and those free drinks because everybody's walking out the middle of That's right. So, They're taking yeah. your five bucks.
0: <laughs> Somebody does hit the lottery, folks. It does right. happen, so it's not like it's unusual. But planning to hit the lottery, not the best plan. So, right. yeah, that's what we're talking exactly. about. You know, look at the opportunity that you want to achieve, and maybe that's even in your personal life. It doesn't have to be uh, professional setting but if it is in your
1: personal or uh, professional life seek it out look at it know what you need to have to get it exactly and then work on that work on show what. them that you're willing to do it exactly what are you willing to put in to get what it is that you want and if it comes down to i am not willing to put in what it takes to get what i want that's okay seek out another opportunity And let that one go. Well,
0: and let's talk about that for just one second, because I got to tell you, we actually had somebody on the show and said that, you know, oh, you know, you should go to voice classes and you should do this and you should do that. And it's great advice. But one of the things that we were talking about was when we hear stories about Arnold Schwarzenegger living in his car for two years, just so he can have uh, opportunity to break through. And yeah, you got to be willing to say, yeah, I'm not going to do that. I thought it was great advice. She uh, was very encouraging, but I'm not spending ten, twelve, fifteen thousand $15,000 on voice lessons. So, you know, because I have a beautiful voice. Yeah, folks. You, no, you know, it's what I'm just
1: saying? like in Nashville. When we were in Nashville, those, uh, people who were trying to make it big in Nashville. And they're performing in a restaurant at eleven o'clock in the morning and there was no one in there listening to them and they're still singing their heart out because they want that break. That's what you said. You said I'm not I'm not willing to do that.
0: Well and it's I gotta tell you, I've said it before on the show, I am so happy that I did not get that drive. I you know that that deep down passion that i have to do this and stand out on a corner and just sing so somebody might hear me i really truly think that these people have a gift and i think it is amazing that they share it but i know that that's not me right you know what i'm saying it's so me. i guess that's what we're talking about you know know the opportunity that you're willing to work, work for. for
1: right and be okay with the ones that you're not exactly so the next is the past mm-hmm. touched on that a little bit you know, the 50-year-olds that blame their parents yes. for everything. <laughs> um, that, you know, if you're six, maybe. But if you're 18, yeah, no. Yeah,
0: it's not going to work anymore, folks. I mean, yes, you, we all have a past.
1: Right, and nobody's parents were perfect.
0: Nope. And maybe you aren't perfect.
1: Right, well, you know? exactly,
0: yeah. I mean, maybe you had some things in your past that you're not happy about, that you don't like to talk about. That Well, that's fine. But... Just because you had something and happened in your past does not define you today. Unless you choose for it to. Yes, and most of the times yeah. we do.
1: How many people do we know that are divorced? They've been divorced for 20 years and they're still angry at their Exactly. Ex. I mean, you know, move it, on. Yeah, you can't, uh, you just can't do that. And I know
0: that when we're sitting here saying that, uh, there are people out there right now, well, it's just not that easy. Okay, but 20 That's years. True. And it's right. still not that easy. Then seek professional
1: help. Exactly. There's
0: nothing wrong with that. Getting that out and letting it go may help move you forward. Give you because that's what happens when we get stuck in our past. Is that then we can't see opportunities, right? We no, can't.
1: well, we squish them out. Oh yeah. Even if a fire comes through this huge opportunity, we're gonna we're gonna nope. 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 Can't it, see it. it. Bad things happened to me in the past. Mm -hmm. So, nope, I'm not going to do it. You know, you come up with every excuse of all these things. And I guess those things are probably true, right? Those things happened and they were probably potentially really bad things that happened. There are bad things that happen to people all the time of no fault of their own. that are terrible. I agree with you. I work in a maximum security prison. I see that all the time. Mm -hmm. But your happiness in the now and in the future can't be tied to the excuses of the past.
0: Absolutely. It just can't.
1: Now, we all take stuff with us, right? We all got stuff. Everybody got stuff. And we all sabotage our present and our future Mm -hmm. based on our stuff. We're just saying you can't use that as an excuse.
0: But we can say learn from it. Whatever that was. Learn from it. Take the good points out of it, whatever that is, and move on. Because if you were, let's say, in a maximum security prison and you did something bad... But you now you're out. Now you're out. And I'm not saying that your life is going to be easy. I'm not. But take that and move on. There right. are a there. lot of
1: very, very successful people. Yes. Very honest, loving, caring people who have served a lot of time in prison. Mm-hmm. I know many of them. And your past does not define you. Now, does that mean that other people are not going to do your laundry list for you on a on sometimes even on a regular basis? That's unfortunate, but it's true. You know, those things never leave some people because, you know, of their past. But that's their stuff. You can't let other people dictate how you show up. You can't be tied to your past. You are who you are today. Your choices of who you want to be how you want to love, what you want to be in the world is who you choose to be today, not on who you were or who somebody else was five years ago, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, not who your parents were Mm -hmm. 30 years ago. It's based on your choices today and how you want to show up today. Right. And I think
0: we're just for a moment, we need to talk about the people that want you to relive your past. Every time you see them, they're bringing that past up. They're throwing it in your face or they're reminding you of that or they don't want to be around you because of your past. Okay, Fine. fine. That's fine.
1: Let them go. Don't waste your time on
0: small-minded people. Right. You know, you have got to move on. And maybe you have done something in your past where somebody can't forgive you. Then you need to let that go. I mean, you need to say, you know, I'll take that. I understand. I'm not that person anymore, but... I get where you're at.
1: Yeah. And flip that around that somebody has definitely wronged you. Mm -hmm. You can still forgive them and not allow them in your circle. Absolutely. There's nothing wrong with that.
0: Yeah. But don't let people around your circle constantly remind you of who you once were. Right. Because then you're going to be stuck there. Our
1: bodies are different than they were 25 minutes ago. Literally.
0: So yeah, don't get stuck in the past.
1: Well, let's talk about number four.
0: Money.
1: Yeah, we've we've talked about this a lot. Money is a big one. Yes, money is an exchange. It's just that simple. Mm -hmm. I know that uh, it it can be hard for a lot of people. You know, even if you're living paycheck to paycheck, um, you can make a plan. You can work out a way to still money not be a negative excuse for you. All that it is is an exchange. You're exchanging your time, your talent, your treasures for. Money. Mm-hmm. It really is that simple.
0: And I got to tell you, one of the things that we do in our twenties and thirties is we chase the almighty dollar.
1: Right.
0: We we develop skills. We want more money, so we develop more skills. So we want more money. We develop, it's a constant churning. And I get it. It's the you American know, way. It is the American way. But you're right. It is just an exchange. Money. It once we start putting emotional baggage into money. Then right. that it immediately becomes a monster. So exactly there are right. too many things. There's three hundred thousand podcasts. There's Dave Ramsey. There is all kinds of ways that you can learn to manage your money instead of your money managing you.
1: Exactly. So exactly.
0: Yeah, I mean we could we could drive that into the ground. But folks, if you are having money problems, and we all have been. We've all been there. We've all been there.
1: Right. We've all been there where the checkbook didn't have as much exactly. as, as the uh, out file was. But it's, again, that's a moment.
0: That is a moment.
1: You, you need to just get through that moment and figure out how you can put a budget in place, how you can put a plan in place. If it's possible to live below your means, you will always have enough. Yes. Just because you get a promotion does not mean you need a newer car, does not mean you need a bigger, bigger house. house. Does not need you need you know you need a new thirty year mortgage. Nope. Now, if you want it and you're willing to work for that, as you said, develop another skill set and keep climbing that ladder so you make 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 more money. Uh, more power to you. There, that's great. I support you in yeah. that. That's not the world that I would want to live in, but that's great for some. And some people do that very successfully. And yeah. they want and money find, They have money that defines them. And so how much they money they make. Uh, a lot of that's instilled by our parents when we're oh, kids, yeah, right? Yeah. And so a lot of people carry that. But debt is expensive. You're throwing your money out the window from debt. You'd be much better off to just save the money and pay for it. Uh, a lot of times we can't do that, right? I if your car, per- well, yeah, <laughs> because we want it now. Or legitimately, sometimes your car breaks down. And you have to get a new car. Yes. And you weren't necessarily in a Was position to get that, to <laughs> right? And but sometimes that happens. Right. You, you rework it. Not to get on a big soapbox, but if you tithe, if you're a tither, uh, that is a promise from God. You will always have enough. So be a giver. If you're a giver, it's reciprocal, and it is a promise that you will always have enough. You may not have what you want, but you will always have what you need. Always.
0: Absolutely. So yes, folks, if you are having money problems, we've done a show on that, but there are yep. plenty of... Of experts out there to help you out with that. And
1: if you're drowning in debt, go back and listen to the finance show. It's one of our first shows, and we give a ton of steps and things that maybe you didn't think about where you can get help to get out of that debt.
0: Yep. Look for the opportunity to do that.
1: There you go. The next one, this grinds me. (laughs) This is an (laughs) excuse that I don't think is a good excuse. It's too hard.
0: Yeah. If you're more than five years old, I don't want to hear it. Yeah, I don't want (laughs) to hear it. And even at a five-year-old, I'm not giving you something that's too hard. You're just whining, so you know. I mean, it's not too hard.
1: It is living a life that you don't want is so much harder than the temporary discomfort of going for what you really want. Mm -hmm. I know that. That again, that sounds pretty simple, but it's not that easy. It's not that easy. But it, it is just much harder to live with the regret. It's much harder to live with those things that you didn't do, that you feel that you failed at, those opportunities that you've lost, Mm -hmm. it's much harder to deal with that than the struggle, the discomfort of actually pushing towards what it is that you do want. And I think that it's
0: fair to say that maybe in the past, historically... You know, women didn't have the right to vote. Women didn't, you know, they had to climb the corporate ladder. You know, we have a friend that she was one of the first executives, female executives for Nestle. Those are the things that they strive for and they broke those glass ceilings. But exactly. in today's age, you have those opportunities because those people went through those painstaking, right. what all those things they had to do. So right. that's what we're talking about. If you say it's too hard, You are doing a discredit for everybody else before you that worked hard to not make it so hard for you.
1: Powerful and true. Yeah. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. If you're saying it's too hard, it's not small enough. You're not breaking it down clearly enough. Yeah. You don't want to do it or you don't have the confidence that you think that you can do it.
0: Absolutely. Those are
1: all things that you can fix because it's it's never too hard. You know, it's too big. That's not on this list. That's a very good point. It's too big. There are a lot of things that are too big. Yeah. You can't eat the elephant. You got to eat it one bite at a time. You have got to break it down in smaller pieces because a lot of things are too big.
0: I think that that's an excellent point. It's not too hard, it's just too big. So start breaking it down.
1: Which gets into the, um, not necessarily the next one, but another one. And it leads us to a feeling of being overwhelmed. And yes. we use that as an excuse because we make it too big. We don't break it down. We don't get help. We think we have to do it all on our own.
0: But mm-hmm. they're going to think, I don't know what I'm doing, or all these things that creep up And maybe out. you
1: don't. What's, if you don't know what you're doing, what's the matter with that? Exactly. They had to learn it, too.
0: And I'm telling you, people are willing to tell you, if you just ask, how do you do that,
1: People love to tell you. Just don't ask him at four fifty-five on a Friday.
0: There you go.
1: (laughs) You know, because then, well, he wouldn't help me. I. That's a true story. I actually had someone who did that, and when I was managing people, and that's a little bit of an exaggeration, but it was that thing. Well, he won't help me. He won't help me. He won't help me. And every time I ask him, he's like, "She asked me at like four thirty on Friday." And I so I go back and I said, "Is is that true?" And She said, "Well, yeah, but because I need to get it done before the end of the before I go home at the end of the week." Okay, yeah. Now you need to prioritize that on Monday. <laughs> exactly. it all week. Plan to and put prioritize. It, yeah, give him all week to help you with that. <laughs> that that actually happened, and that didn't go over very well from with me. Again, if you make it say it's too hard, generally it's because you do feel overwhelmed for whatever reason.
0: And, yeah, so if it's too big, start breaking it apart. There you go. Well, let's talk about number six. I don't know what to do or where to start. This happens a I lot.
1: Know. I've been there. I've, I've been there a
0: lot. Hundreds of times. Hundreds huh. of times. And I think that finding someone that can help is your first resource, right? Yeah. And now I'm, I'm Somebody I'm, you
1: can model after. I mean, with the Internet now, you can oh, just simply yeah. put it in. How do I do this?
0: Yep, and you'll have 3000 YouTube videos exactly. on showing you how to do that. Exactly. But I think that that's what and we're talking about something being too big. I think this goes right back mm-hmm. to that because what we look at is we look at the end result. So if you right. want to learn how to write a book, we're looking at a 600-page novel, right. not a 10-page paper. Exactly.
1: You know? That's that's a that's a really good point. And you know, like in your job, well, I don't know how to do whatever
0: so an example could be driving a car, riding a bicycle. You know, these are all the things that it doesn't matter what it is. It's always something that when people go, I don't know, they're learning a new skill. I want to learn Excel, but mm-hmm. I don't know where how to do it. I don't even know where to start.
1: Well, getting Microsoft Office on your computer is a good start. Exactly. Right. And then, as you said, there's tutorials. There's hundreds of tutorials, and right. that's just
0: one example. But if you wanted to learn photography, you know, it, the first thing people think is you're going to be a wedding photographer with this five thousand dollar camera. You're already your mind is already there. Well, right. I don't know what to do or how to even start that. Well, you can start by taking pictures, right, with your phone. Yes, or you can read exactly. a book on it. Or there's literally, literally tens of thousands of resources that you can take that will. Sh- almost teach you anything but let's just say it's something that you know you want to be a brain surgeon well saying i don't know what to do and where to start well
1: yeah you gotta go to college for <laughs> right.
0: that you know this is not an on the job training thing so you know th-
1: and you can get a life coach you can get a therapist you, you can, can get do a people that'll help things. you to find a way you can find somebody else who's doing it ask them how did you get into that
0: mm-hmm. if you want to know People will tell you. Exactly. So when you're sitting over there, I don't know what to do. I don't know where to start. That's going back to just an excuse. Plan, prioritize, and the opportunities will come.
1: Exactly. Uh, Which gets us to the next one of the conditions are not right. I will do it when I have Replace that with whatever. I will do it when I have this. I will do it when this happens. I will do it when I pay off my house. I yep. will do it. Whatever that excuse is, I will do it sometime in the future when some random thing happens. Yep. Yeah, you don't want when to I do it. When I hit the lottery. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. If that's the case, you don't want to do it.
0: Yeah, you don't want to do it. Yeah. And that's okay if you don't want to do it, but you need to know that you don't want to do it. Right,
1: right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, oftentimes No it's time ex- is ever perfect.
0: Yeah. And that's it. There is no perfect time for anything. So stop, stop looking for that rainbow because I promise you there's no pot of gold down it. So, <laughs> right. and it, it all comes down to the right. exact same thing. Is taught, it's taking those small steps to get where we want to go. That's right. Because oftentimes that's what we want to do. We just want to leap right to being a professional photographer. We just want to leap to knowing everything about whatever computer programming that's it doesn't work that way nothing in your life has ever worked that way and
1: a lot of times it's because we look at someone that it looks easy
0: oh yeah that's a big one
1: well they don't have any problem doing that but they did i'm sure they did (laughs) exactly they had to learn some at some point too
0: yeah well i mean taking your doctorate i have heard so many people because you know we're all within the same circle about how hard that is and it's like well you know it's not it's not easy
1: well that's the first thing you tell people no it's not (laughs) if it was you would have all these millions we we know a lot of people that are really really smart that are a whole lot smarter than i am that didn't finish
0: exactly so it does happen but you got to start out with those small steps there is no right condition to go back to school You know, or have a kid or whatever that is that you want to do.
1: Just know that your passion and your purpose, a lot of times that's going to flow naturally. Mm -hmm. So if you're really struggling with this, if you're fighting against, you know, swimming upstream, you're probably not in a good fit for you.
0: I agree with that. I think that's a fair assessment. And yeah, I'm not, we're not saying go out there and quit your job and become a painter in Italy or do that. (laughs) I don't, I think that that's fine if you can, if your lifestyle can sustain that. If you're a mother of three, a single mother of three, maybe that's not the right choice for you, but you can do small things. Right. You, know, you can paint at night when the kids are asleep. You can do whatever to get you to where you want to go.
1: Small steps, small baby steps. steps.
0: That's all you have to do is the little go. small steps. Well, there you are. Those are the seven common excuses that we get,
1: but... Dr. Stewart felt that there were other ones that yeah, were even we- <laughs> more, uh, more used. And then I think even these seven. Exactly. I mean,
0: you know, we're going to add them. Exactly. I mean, we could have 10,000 of them, you know, so, but yeah. So we're going to add just a few more of them. So then that way it kind of, when you're saying, well, we didn't mention that one.
1: We're going to. (laughs) There you go. Well, then fear. Did a whole show on it. The perception of it. Fear. What if I fail? Well, what if you fail?
0: Yeah. What if you fail? fail? Because that's where you learn is when you fail. We've all been in a meeting to where it's like when somebody brings up something that's like, yeah, this isn't right. And then you you got that pit in your stomach just going, <laughs> oh, my gosh, I messed up so bad. Admit it and go, man, I didn't realize it and move on. Right. Now, because and I guarantee you, I don't care if it's a professional setting, a personal one. Once you admit it and say, you know what, I miss, messed up and there was no malintent in there. Right. People are willing to forgive easily.
1: And failure is just a perception. It is. You know, it said that if, if, unless you claim it as a reality, there's always tomorrow. You can always fix it. As long as we're breathing, we can fix it. It may be a different person. It may be a different job. But mm-hmm. you can do better. You can learn from it and move on from whatever it is. Exactly. Fear and that's what you're supposed just, to do. Fear is just a perception. Failure is just a perception. Uh, don't let fear control you. Uh, don't let fear dictate how you show up. It's never going to work in your favor. Never. The other one that we hear a lot, and we have countered this with Sally Hillman, and we've done several shows with her. Those are great ones if you want to go back and look. I'm too old or I'm too young. Mm. It's just who I am. Yep. Yep. No. Again, if you're using excuse that I'm too old, I'm too young, I'm too sick, I'm too whatever, 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 you're too whatever of it, then you really don't want to do it.
0: Exactly.
1: Because there are ways to modify anything. Exactly. Anything. And trust me, I have modified things that people thought there was absolutely no way that I could go here or she could go there or she could do that. How did you manage that? Sally Hillman, we're going to Switzerland here next mm-hmm. April. And, and how old is she again? She's in her 80s, and she has Parkinson's. And, and she's going to
0: go on a plane and go to Switzerland.
1: Yes, we're going to Switzerland, France, and Italy. And uh, her daughter, Donna, who's done a couple shows with us, actually had somebody stop her in her where she lives the other day and said, we don't think that she should go because she's too whatever. Yeah. Well, good thing she doesn't think she can't exactly. go. Because she knows she can go. So, so what's your
0: excuse out exactly. there? Exactly. You know, yeah.
1: Find a way. Find a way. There's always, always, always a way around it.
0: Yes. Always. So if you if you think you're too old or you're too young, you know, it, it's, it's, that's it's just... That's an excuse. Per- yeah, it's an excuse and it's a perception.
1: Yep. And it's based on generally low self-esteem, low confidence, or flat out, I don't want to do it because of the final one that we're going to talk about, that this gets me every time, because what other people are going to think about
0: oh, this. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. And I got to tell you, that's a hard people one. People
1: live there.
0: Yes, they people do. People
1: live there. It does not work in your favor if you're de- all nope. your decision-making is based on what other people are going to think.
0: Well, you're going to fail. I, well, yeah. Well, that perception of failure, you are going to, it's going to crumble
1: around you. Because you're, it's a farce. It's not real. Well, and the thing is, is that why do you care what other people think? I think you need to ask yourself that. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times it goes, a lot of times it goes back to childhood sure, and yeah. and different things like that. But you need to ask yourself, why do I care? And am I really the center of the universe that these people are going to put that much effort into what I think? <laughs> you know, most people are self-absorbed. Right. There, that is just the way it is especially in this country we are self-absorbed so worrying so much about what other people think they're probably not even thinking about you
0: exactly i promise (laughs) you they're not right and
1: we we lose sleep over this Mm -hmm. we lose hours over this of of worrying
0: about so don't put yourself in that position because the thing of it is is run your own race be who you are because i promise you you will be happier And nobody's going to care that, you know, let's say that that's one of those things is, you know, you have a house and you can't afford this house because you got this house because of what other people might think. You're working three jobs to keep this house instead of selling the house and looking for something because it would make you happier.
1: Right. Well, you be happy. Don't worry about that. You know, it's not that's not you. A lot of baby boomers stay in jobs that they hate or did stay in jobs that they hate because their parents prioritized how much money they made.
0: hmm
1: Yeah, that's not going to work. It's not your dream. It's not your passion. Right. Money will come with your passion. Yeah. I mean, people in this country make ridiculous amounts of money on things that are ridiculous.
0: <laughs> <it though>? Because <laughs>
1: that's their passion. But let's say your passion isn't that.
0: Maybe your passion is to go to El Salvador and build houses. Yeah. then work your passion. You will always have what you need. I guarantee you most of those places always have food and shelter for you. Right. You know, and a safe place to sleep. So if that's really
1: your passion, then go for and it. And in every one of those countries like that, if you have a high school diploma from a American high school, you can teach English and you can make more money than you need. Yeah. There are 18-year-old kids in Thailand That are making enough money to survive and live a very happy life in Thailand because they teach English Monday through Friday, and all they have is a high school diploma.
0: There you go. I mean, so yeah, just whatever other people think, don't let that be the reason you make the decision. A
1: lot of people, it's because they fear the rejection. Your six people aren't going to reject you. No. You know, go to your six people, those people that are your safety net, Mm -hmm. to get that kind of feedback. Sure. Sure.
0: That's I agree with you 100%. But don't worry because if your six people isn't your neighbor, don't worry right. about what your neighbor is <laughs> <Exactly, think. laughs>
1: exactly. going to think. Exactly, exactly. And work on your own self confidence, your own self esteem. The more you do that, um, the more you lift other people up, the more you're there for other people when they need that, the more that you're going to be more confident and less needy of what other people actually think
0: absolutely and that's what we're talking about here today folks i know you've heard it in other shows we've talked about it many many times but i don't think you can hear it enough Exactly. That, yeah because we all do it we all do
1: it. we all make excuses we all make it too hard we all think that we're too old too young too fat too skinny too not pretty enough this that or whatever to do whatever it mm. is uh we all get overwhelmed um, we all want those people, whoever those people are, to like us and to mm-hmm. care about. So we want that we care too much about what they think. We all do all of these things. We just have to be aware of when it's being detrimental to us and when it's hurting us versus helping us, when it's holding us back or keeping us stuck versus propelling us forward and being better. If what somebody else thinks about you is actually helping you be better, great. If it's actually keeping you from doing something that you love or something you want to do or it's making you stressful, then it's not good. How your gut feels about these things is really going to dictate whether it's actually good for you or bad for you. But making excuses to not live your life is not productive.
0: So we're about out of time for this show, and we have some great news. Starting January 1st, 2022, you can find our show at livingonpurposepodcast.com or any of the podcast platforms like Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, Stitcher. Just search Living on Purpose Podcast and subscribe to the podcast, or look us up on Facebook and give us a like, and let us know what you want to add to this new show.
1: That's right.
0: So live every day of your life. On purpose. On purpose.